the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show, final hour of the week. Uh, will not be in on Monday, so you'll have Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager on Monday. So appreciate you uh, indulging me in taking a day off to participate in a charity event. We'll be back Tuesday. And we spent hour number one talking about the state of our communities right now. High crime. Tolerated. Not by police but by the people in power above police, by mayors, by city councils, by judges. Here in Franklin County, we have a judge, Eileen Paley, two murderers who have confessed to their crimes, came before her in the past month. One, a double murderer. She allowed to walk free by posting 10% of a $100,000 bond. Another, the man who shot another man that he knew and didn't like, in a Tuttle Mall shoe store on Sunday, he got a $50,000 bond. Posted 10%, $5,000. He's out walking free as well. So she's consistent. She's just consistently stupid. Because murderers should not be walking free in a community where we've had record murder totals the last two years. You can look nationally and see a double standard in justice, right? Uh, do you think Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, if someone... Flew into town, took a taxi to her house, was found within blocks of her house, confessed to having intentions to kidnap and kill her and her family. Do you think that would be routinely ignored in the news media? Uh, What about if protesters showed up at the house of Elena Kagan or Stephen Breyer or of Sonia Sotomayor? Do you think the left would say, well, you know, protests are good. They're a part of Americana and everything's fine. Do you think if Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump or Tiffany Trump or Jared Kushner or Barron Trump or anybody related to Donald Trump, anybody who ever met Donald Trump, had a laptop with all the stuff on it, cocaine, hookers, that committed a gun crime that Hunter Biden committed by having a gun thrown in a dumpster near a school, lying on a federal gun registration form. Do you think that would be routinely ignored in the news? No. So there is a double standard out there. It's local. It's national. You get it. You understand. Uh, We're not in the favored class right now, and that can become very, very anger-inducing. Then on top of that, June is Pride Month, and tomorrow in Columbus, there will be quite the spectacle downtown glorifying 
immorality in our culture. Young children will be exposed to it. It is glorified. Just go to NBC4i.com. And before you land on the page, I will prepare you for the shock of thinking that you have stepped into a paint store where rainbow colors have been randomly splashed on the screen in front of you because they are all in on it at NBC4i. Also at 10TV, less so at WSYX6, but it is, of course, going to be covered and celebrated in nary a discouraging word, disapproving word will be said about festivities related to pride. You're working in a company, Columbus, Dayton, Cincinnati, doesn't matter. Your email signature for the month, most likely if the company has any size or influence, you are forced to put a rainbow on it, and you may be forced to put your preferred pronouns. This is the world in which we live. I get it. I understand it. I traffic in these headlines every day, and honestly, it weighs on me. It doesn't weigh on me because the people trapped in these activities are evil people. No, they are no more so evil than I am. We all have that evil inherent in us. But they are not striving to live the full life that they can live if they conduct their lives in accordance with God's plan for their life. I have three young daughters. You have kids too. You have grandkids. You were raised to love the country, to love what it stood for, to love esteeming, if not worshiping God. You at least didn't hate God. And now you see the tides in a culture shifting decidedly away from the America in which you grew up. Have I accurately described the picture to you of where we are right now? Yeah. So obviously the question becomes, what do we do? What do we do about it? Well, of course, there are means available to us via the way our society is conducted that will allow us eventually to vote on the policies that we object to. We'll get that chance in November. We got that chance in May. We'll get it again with an unnecessary primary because of more of the dysfunction of government. Thank you, Ohio Supreme Court Justice Maureen O'Connor. And we'll waste another $20 million of Ohio's money having a second primary that shouldn't have been necessary if she would have just stayed in her lane, but she didn't because she had a personal axe to grind against the state that's making her retire because of her age. So we can vote. We can also go to public meetings. There are a lot of public meetings that are going on that we don't even know about, and they're shaping things in our society. I really applaud people who are part of my listening audience who understand that it's not enough to go to school board meetings, but it's also important to go to curriculum meetings. All these woke school districts out there do have to publicize their meetings. And a lot of the stuff that is happening in our schools that we're fighting against, social-emotional learning, critical race theory, transgender ideology, sexual orientation, a lot of these things are celebrated and planned and included in curriculum that takes place, these meetings take place in an open forum, but nobody goes. Nobody goes because always before we trusted the people running our schools. Can't trust them anymore. Pretty obvious. And 
a lot of times they don't try to hide what they're doing because they honestly don't think what they're doing is not, not only not wrong, they think it's actually good. I'll never forget the audio I played for you from the Dublin school board recently where one of the school board members, Diana Rigby, she's phenomenal, questioned the course description that some wokester was reading that looked like something, sounded like something Ibram Kendi or Robin D'Angelo would write. And Diana Rigby's question was very simple. Wasn't hateful, wasn't accusatory, wasn't mean, wasn't nasty. It was just calmly stated. Do you see how this could be viewed by some as advantaging one political view over another? Oh, well, gee, well, no, I never really. We got it from Columbus City Schools. We got it from Ohio State. Yes, when you get something from a poison source, it will, in fact, be tinged with poison. So what do we do? Well, we do we do what I think the only honorable thing to do is. Two words. Stand firm. That's it. That's it. Stand firm. Now, you can say, well, that's not uh, thing, just steamrollers. No, no, no. That's why standing and standing firmly makes you, me, and those who believe like we do in the foundations of America, freedom, liberty, fairness, meritocracy, all the things that built our culture. We don't sit. We don't hide. We stand. I'm right here. Hard to miss me. Not letting you go through because I'm standing firm. And we take courage from those who are doing it. A lot of them are doing it. Diana Rigby in Dublin. School board's doing it. We've got people on the UA school board. We've got people on other school boards around here. Hilliard school board. We've got people in local government, state government. Hmm. Not in the Biden administration. We don't have any. But just standing up and saying... No to this stuff. No, I don't approve. Here's why I don't approve. And I'm not going to allow it. Courage is contagious. When you see someone exhibiting it, it can be contagious. So let me tell you about the Catholic bishop in Massachusetts, Robert J. McManus, who has denied the Nativity School in Worcester, Mass, the right to bill itself in the future as a Catholic school. Because, he said, the school flying the flag of Black Lives Matter and of LGBTQ plus lifestyle flags, and there's enough flags there to populate the polls at the United Nations, he's not having it. He said... Flying the flags in front of a Catholic school sends a mixed, confusing, and scandalous message to the public about the church's stance on these important moral and social issues. Therefore, the Nativity School of Worcester is prohibited from this time forward from identifying itself as a Catholic school and may no longer use the title Catholic school to describe itself. That's what standing firm looks like. Pure, clear, measured, standing firm.
So in the previous segment, I talked about all the double standards out there in society. You know, Hunter Biden, what he got away with on the laptop would never be allowed to stand if it were a Trump kid. By the way, my friend Donald, who I met through Patriot Switch, texted me yesterday. Yeah, I strike up a friendship with a lot of you who become PatriotSwitch.com members. Donald texted me. We were talking about gas prices on the show. Donald texted me and he goes, hey, hey. You know, Joe Biden writing a letter to all these gas company executives. Why doesn't he call in Hunter and have Hunter fix the whole energy thing? I mean, Hunter, didn't Hunter get paid a ton of money for his energy expertise? Donald, I'm going to have to have Donald come in and host the show someday. That was a great point, Donald. You're absolutely right. (laughs) But the double standard on Hunter Biden, the double standard, as you well know, it would be on Supreme Court justices and the protesters outside the homes of conservatives oh nothing to see here nothing to see here uh but if it were kagan or sotomayor heaven forbid you ever tried to do that to uh, the great notorious rbg so there's a double standard and my recommendation to deal with it is stand firm and a lot of people think well that's not doing anything no it's doing a lot because most people are afraid to stand firm afraid to stand firm now look you have to decide what stand firm is for you you have to decide I'm not saying that if you're in a company, you're five years from retirement, you're 10 years from retirement, you're starting to get promoted, and you think Bruce Hooley is telling you stand firm on the pronoun thing on your email signature or stand firm on no, I'm not going to wear the rainbow logo on my uniform, that might be, that might be what you're called to do, but I don't, I don't tell you to do that. That's between you and God. Or if you're not a faith-based person, that's between you and your personal conscience and the people that your paycheck provides for. Those are decisions you make. I'm just saying there does come a time where a lot of us are nagged by thoughts that, you know, I'm I'm not at peace doing this anymore. You know, years ago when I was doing sports, most guys would come up to me and go, man, I'd love to have your job. And I'd be like, yeah, I got a great job. I love my job. And then after a while, I ceased to love my job because I remember one day very vividly, I was driving down to Ohio Stadium for a noon kick, 1230 kick. It was like 830 in the morning. I go early. I don't like traffic. And I'm driving in and there are people, you know, throwing a football around. And I don't know why I was going under the bridge of 315 on Woody Hayes Drive. 315's over me. I'm going under Woody Hayes, under on Woody Hayes Drive. Used to be Woodruff Avenue, now it's Woody Hayes Drive. And I saw these kids throwing a football. I'd seen it. I'd seen, literally seen it scores of times before. This was late 1990s. I'd had the beat for about 10 years. I'm driving under, and it hit me. Where will these people be tomorrow at this time? Where will they be tomorrow? Will they be in church tomorrow? They're up now, active, throwing a football around. And then it hit me, you're glorifying this. You're glorifying this. Now, I didn't like turn in my resignation that day. I ended up covering the team for another like probably eight years. But all throughout that eight years, I had this nagging thing like, is what you're doing, like, does that have any value? Does it make a difference? Does it help? I'm here because I hope I'm in a place where I'm doing with my gifts what allows me to hopefully make a difference. This kind of thought can come to you in a lot of ways. You can be a business owner, and, you know, honestly, I'll tell you the truth. 
I would love if you're a business owner and you're being nagged by this thought and you have courage and you have boldness and you're willing to stand firm and you like the show and you aren't afraid to let me speak for you because let's face it, this show's not for everybody. This show's not for the LGBTQ community to affirm them. It's to hopefully rescue them from a damaging lifestyle, but it's not going to affirm them in their misunderstanding of how they're called to live. But I'd love to represent you if you have the courage to be represented by me. Because everybody has to understand what, has to reckon what courage is to them and what they're being called to do. And you, your standing firm will look different than my standing firm. I have really good friends of mine who are in my inner circle, who are with big companies, and who have to walk delicately around the rainbow issue. And I have not lost one ounce of respect for them because I know what kind of guy they are, and they believe they can be light in a dark place in that culture. That's, I trust their judgment on that. But for some people, it requires more of what most people would look at as a sacrifice to leave a cushy gig and step out in faith. And that is what is definitely true of former, former, I said, Indianapolis Colts starting safety, Kerry Willis. Kerry Willis makes about $900,000 a year on a rookie contract. He's been a starter the last couple years for a playoff team. He's due to make a ton of money this coming season because he's on a four-year deal, as all non-first-round rookies are in the NFL, and you become a starter, and he's a starter, and he's a good player. The fourth year is when you get a contract extension so you don't leave as a free agent. He's due to become a super-rich young man. He retired the other day at age 26. Why? He says, With much prayer and deliberation, I have elected to officially retire from the NFL as I endeavor to devote the remainder of my life to the further advancement of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I thank all my family, friends, and those who have supported me on this journey thus far, and I look forward to your continued support through the next phase of my life. So he's stepping away from a lucrative career in the National Football League to become a full-time minister. The money doesn't compare. Okay, he knows that, I'm sure. But the reward certainly can exceed the reward he's getting for playing as a professional football player with the Colts. He's lived his dream. I'm sure he's lived his dream starting as a safety in the NFL, playing through college and all that. But sometime in that period... He felt a personal call to do what he's been equipped to do and to make what most of us would look at as a sacrifice to do it. That's courage. What that bishop did in Massachusetts, denying a Catholic school flying the BLM flag and all the assorted LGBTQ flags, the ability to continue to call itself a Catholic school. Faithfulness is not an a la carte endeavor. It's not. You have to be faithful in all things. Or the one thing you're not faithful in will continue to nag you and nag you and nag you. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.